Hey guys, welcome back. I'm going to keep this uh, short and sweet. Today we're going to talk about mentorship. We're going to share some of our experiences and we encourage you to uh, write back and share some of yours. So without further ado, get ready for another episode of the New School of Thinking Podcast's event. And here we go. Thanks again for tuning in to the new School of Thinking podcast called The Event. We added again, and the we, the trio, is kind of missing one. Kind of glad. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Dean's not with us today, but we got Jamal in the house. And Jamal, tell us what's been going on. I know you had something to kind of stir the pot today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Um... Yeah, sorry, Dean can't be here, but, you know, whatever. We we can do without him. That's no problem. Um, but last week, we had a conversation about decisions and decision-making, and then that kind of went into um, our parentals and what our parents do for us and how they kind of guide us. So then that led into the term mentorship, right? And I thought that was a good place to stop the the discussion at that point to continue into this week because there's a lot to be said about mentorship i feel anyways um oh yeah yeah i I don't know if you've done any mentoring or been part of any mentoring but i have recently taken some a couple months maybe six months ago i've recently done some mentorship i was a mentee and then in some cases it felt like i was a mentor and um Mm -hmm. You know, have you done any mentorship programs or were you a mentee or do you have a mentor? Uh, you know what? Good question. I think I was a little, uh, I may have thrown in a little salt in that last episode in regards to that because um, I've definitely had those experiences uh, when it comes to mentorship because I've been, I participated in a lot of like boot camps when it came to entrepreneurship, innovation. I've been part of that startup ecosystem and we all know we've all come across that title mm-hmm. uh, or or category right like where your timeline is breaking up into hey you get x amount of hours getting mentorship and right. i don't know i mean going through that for the past i want to say about six seven years now uh i have my i have my uh, reservations about them I, I mean we could definitely dive into that but I know you just said like it's very recent for you so how do you feel about being a mentee how did you go about mentorship and identifying that you needed one or wanted one right right so I mean that's that's definitely what I wanted to hear when when you were explaining what you were explaining there because <clears throat> taking it back to what you were saying I think that the what is it the term the term mentorship and the term mentoring or even just mentor that brings out different emotions in people and i think the definition kind of got fuzzy over its use over its overuse of the term mentorship because what what is it really right is it just a teacher right so or is it somebody or is it something more is it is it a relationship like what what is it to people and i think you know by putting these boot camps together and, and this is just my opinion in any way uh, by putting these boot camps together and by labeling things as mentorship or you know you have 
you know, an hour session free mentorship with so-and-so. That kind of takes away the actual essence of what mentorship is. You know what I mean? Like putting that label, like putting that label on it. But um, so back to your question, I mean, I started doing uh, a couple years ago. I was I was um, living abroad and then I came back and then I went away again. I did some work and I was I was living in uh, Alberta. And um, when I came Out back, I'm like, all places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alberta. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was in Alberta. People, but damn. <laughs> I mean, before that, I was in Kuwait. I was there for a year. I worked out there, and then when I came back, I was here for like a month in Toronto or two months, and then went out to Alberta to do another project out there. So it was cold, but nonetheless, it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, so when I came back, I was like, you know, I got to start growing because like a, a lot of people started to recognize me out there. I was working with, you know, government parties and stuff. So a lot of people were recognizing me out there. And I felt that when I came back, that that kind of just finished. You know what I mean? And the opportunity was probably there, but I had to start building something for myself. And I, I asked myself, you know, how would I go about doing this? And then I started doing, you know, a 360 review on myself and my peers and had them do a review for me. And then that kind of led to, you know what, maybe I need to take this a step further and do some mentoring. Right? Right. So it was a whole bunch of things that led to it. And I'm, I'm a project manager. I'm part of um, the PMI organization. And they offer, they offer mentorship programs. So I took advantage of that, signed up for it in January. And that's, that's how that came about. Um, <clears throat> now, how I felt about being a mentee, I had a great experience. I thought it was, it was, it was very useful, very helpful, and my mentor was more organic than classified as a mentor. You know what I mean? Describe that to us, though. Like, what were the characteristics that stood out to you? What, when it comes to personality, or the, did you have a criteria? that you went after when it came to feeling like you know you said organic that's that's a very um, you know like an intense compliment that you can give that person like I'm glad you found that person right but what made it or like what made it organic so we had yeah we when we got when we got together we didn't know it was strangers right they put they put you in a room um, at first you fill out the survey online you give it to them and then they try and match you with who they think is a good fit because you tell them what you want to do, what you want to get out of it, right? One of my things I wanted to get out of it was learning about a different aspect of project management in a different field. You know, I've always been in the construction field, manufacturing and production. So I wanted to learn basically like IT and business, the business side of it, right? So so they they match you up and then you meet the person for the first time on the first meeting. And then you, wow. yeah, then you talk about, I okay, think- yeah, exactly. It's like speed dating, right? <laughs> um, and then, then you talk about okay, what both of you want out of the out of the relationship? Like at the end of the six months, it was a six month program. What do you guys want to achieve? And that kind of set the tone for moving forward. How we were gonna, um, I don't know, how we were gonna build a relationship, I guess, and what we we're gonna talk about and what we we're gonna focus on. But the thing that made it organic was that he, the person. Um, he actually cared about what I had to say rather than 
he took it as a learning opportunity, as a teaching opportunity to try and teach me everything he knows. Right? He didn't take it like that. He didn't take it as, you know, this person wants to learn from me, so I'm going to teach him what I want to teach him. The first meeting was like he listened to what I had to say. He was interested in my field, right? He was interested in learning from me. And then that was I appreciated that. So then that allowed me to open up more and then we talked about things outside of um project management, things outside of work and just about life, you know, what we're doing on the weekend and um you know his daughter was in swimming classes like I knew he had a 9-year-old daughter who like to annoy him with all these questions and I knew that she was in swimming classes on Saturdays and like Fridays we could meet up but he had to take his daughter to uh, her aunt's house you know what i mean like i knew these things about him and he knew you know where i was going on vacation next he knew um what i was doing the week before he knew if i had anything planned for the weekend you, you know what i mean right it was more of a awesome. yeah it was more of a an organic relationship like so, yeah it definitely sounds more like a friendship and i think i mean we've addressed the the um i guess the theme before about relationships and having that fundamental foundation of building an authentic friendship whether it is romantic professional or whatever it is there is that criteria that you kind of look for right and and i'm glad that it was that and i think you hit a really key point where it's like he used every opportunity like you both kind of knew what you wanted out of it so there's intention right, right? there is respect for okay this is the expertise that this person brings to the table and this is the expertise uh, uh you know uh, person B brings to the table mm-hmm. but there's a mutual respect for that point in time for that person's life where it's not downplayed at any point and i think that's where our experiences may have differed and maybe that's where my reservations come from and i it comes from like being It, it, I wouldn't even call it mentorship. I think yours definitely sounds like mentorship because there wasn't a time frame for it. Like a question for you: Are you guys still in touch? Like, how has that relationship been outside of the six month um, timeline for the program? To me, yeah, we're still in touch. We still text each other here and there, and like we still follow up with yeah. each other. So that's why I thought it was a good, a good relationship there, right? If it was just done at the end and we'd never talk to each other again, I think. I think then that that's just you know you have a means to an end and it ended you, you know what I mean right. <clears throat> but like what that was your experience then like what what uh, yeah I told you about mine so what what was yours I think like so the the way I got exposed to mentorship and that terminology for the first time like before that you you hear about experts or teachers or coaches mm-hmm. um or professors if you will and instructors so those were the kind of terminologies I was exposed to but mentorship came into my plate when I started getting involved in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. So for me I was involved in the startup space. I've been in being startups, being part of incubators and a part of that program other than building out your business plan, business canvas, working on your idea, there's this mentorship aspect that was always highlighted being like there's different experts from different departments so let's say it's marketing uh finance mentor um uh, right. i can't remember right. the others but they were just like experts right. but 
thing that and I think you touched upon this too like it took away from my experience mm-hmm. which meant as a, as a founder of an idea it's a fresh idea it's new I'm not going to say everything is not reinventing the wheel yes at some point in time everybody or somebody is going to reinvent an idea mm-hmm. so they start matching you up with let's say I was in the manufacturing toy industry mm-hmm. I was matched up with a mentor that had some export import um, experience as well as manufacturing experience. But the way I found it come about, uh, come along was I wasn't I wasn't given the opportunity to kind of express like what I was hoping to achieve through building the product. Right. I was being restricted by like, "Oh, well, I've done this before and it failed. If I were you, I would do this." So mm-hmm. I felt that my mentor, so-called mentor, was vicariously living through my idea. So right, it's no right. longer mine. It's mm-hmm. their chance. It's their second <clears throat> chance. So they were like pitching their ideas from their perspective as to what they believed they were successful with and that that I guess that's my little beef with business schools or business mm-hmm. um like ecosystem, the startup ecosystem. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Right. Every product is unique. And you know what? They're stripping that away from people of actually and that's where I believe non-authentic or non-organic mentorship sets more people up for failure than success. Whether it is in that relationship building to learn more knowledge or the success of the initial intention. In this case was at least I remember this uh this marketing mentor that I I was uh given as a part of a accelerator program. Yeah. My goodness, Jamal, I can't tell you. I had like 36 hours that I utilized. I wanted to utilize them, but it was such a turnoff that every single time um this mentor would be like, "Well, have you thought about this?" And I was like, "Yes, like I've thought about it. We've thoroughly want, gone through that proposal. It's just not feasible. That's not what I want to achieve. I didn't want to make right. my product well people know that I'm, I'm with fidget toys so i i didn't want to make my toy a medical device because my pain point was to make the toy a tool that is accessible to anybody by making right, it yeah. a medical device marketing in that direction just because i'm going to get more money did not seem right for me mm-hmm. and i I've, i've been able to be successful not using that mentorship so i guess when my i guess my two takeaways from um that experience was highlight like make sure that there's a, a mutual understanding of assertiveness of like yeah. you know this is my intentions this is what I want to learn from you um but also be open right so as much as going in there with an agenda is important uh the openness to at least listen to a perspective and it goes both ways i'm not right. going to say like that's where i think i learned a lot of my mentoring abilities and coaching abilities was to ask more questions and make it more intentional and um inclusive to that person. I would never enforce like, "Oh, you know, I've done it this way. This is what I've learned in my failure, so maybe you shouldn't do it." I'd be like, "Yo, this is how I went about it, but hey, you take a shot and I'll be there along the way." Right. See how you go about it. Right. And I think that's where so, I think that's what what I was going to get to. Like your it's 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 about the mindset going into 
this relationship like it can be set up for you and it can be okay yeah we're gonna do you can you can state it yeah we're gonna have a, a mentoring session or whatever it is right but it's about the mindset of the mentor and the mentee and i think they both have a responsibility in that in that sense so you set your expectations for what the relationship will bring um you can set the boundaries you can be like you know we're gonna do it we're gonna you know either meet up or call once a week twice a week at this time this place whatever it is right set your boundaries and um but again be open to things that change right and be open to the relationship either flourishing or if it doesn't work out it's okay to step away right it's okay to to to, to walk away from that and i think that's where people when they're put into these programs they kind of fail to understand that you know if the mentorship isn't working out for you for whatever reason it's okay to stop you know you don't have to force it because then you're left in this position where you're just you're not liking you're not getting the full um the full experience right and you're not using the opportunity to its full potential you know what i mean okay. like i think i think i think your your experience the uh the mentors were more um the mentors were more teachers and professors and you, you know what i mean they were more experts and they were mentors they expert role yeah you know, like they played an expert role and sometimes i'm going to say that like i've said this many times before too ex just because you got a phd that doesn't mean anything like it's amazing exactly. but yeah. don't think that way is the only way like it's just it's a two way street yeah your point that you know like make use of that experience but take a step back and analyze how that dialogue is being presented in the first place exactly. how are you guys starting that conversation revisit why that relationship even happened in the first place what were you most curious about and hey like like you said if if this mentor doesn't work out for you there shouldn't be hard feelings because maybe that mentor is not the right fit for you at that very moment in time right exactly there's a time element that really plays into perspective. Don't get me wrong, if I were to bump into that uh marketing mentor today, conversations would be totally different because I separated myself, grew on my own, failed on my own, succeeded on my own, and when we connect now, we can both have a mutual uh conversation and support each other where I'm also able to provide feedback and bring something to the table versus being like, yeah, you know what? This is my first shot at building a product. tell me everything i need to know cuz that's that's a very poor mindset right very I, very poor mindset exactly and i think that's exactly it even if even if you are fresh to whatever you're bringing to the table you still have something to bring to the table as a mentee for sure <clears throat> as a mentee you still have some sort of experience or some sort of knowledge or some sort of aspect to what you bring to the table right so that's the thing the mentors and the mentees shouldn't be taking taking this relationship as a teaching relationship because at the end of the, at the end of my experience at the end of my program that I did with uh with my mentor we had like a regroup and it was it was basically the PMI organization was was there they were asking questions you know they asked the, they asked me what I got out of it what I was surprised about and what did I learn and blah 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 and they asked my mentor the same thing and we both had the same answers in the sense that you know I learned a lot from this person uh in this aspect of work, life, whatever experiences and he had the same thing. He's like I learned a lot from Jamal with the same thing because he took away as much 
knowledge from me as I took away from him. You know what I mean? It's that it's that mutual um, respect for each other, and you have to give and take, right? I think that's the relationship that has to be done, and that's why I think that maybe your your experiences weren't that good because maybe your mentees or your expert experts weren't willing to take that knowledge away from you either. They weren't willing to kind of say, "Yeah, let's try it this way," or like like you said, "I've done it this way; it didn't work something. out." But right, exactly. Maybe it's a new perspective, right? Like exactly. this day and age, frame. Like if I'm I'm introducing Instagram to someone who did not have Instagram, I'm introducing go like uh, a Kickstarter campaign to someone who had no access to Kickstarter campaigns back in the day. Right, they're not going to understand it. To, right? Yeah, but that's that's the openness like that open-mindedness and I, I think you you nailed a lot of really good points and yes good and bad I'm not gonna say it was bad I just have my reservations it's definitely mm-hmm. helped me refine how mentorship and how I mentor because as you go through experiences you don't there's no age really and that goes to your point too right. I love the fact that you know your your mentor also was mentored exactly. by his mentee exactly and as that should as that should be that's just the way it should be because it's it's merging two mindsets coming together because they already had an initial catalyst of an intention behind it right so i think But, i mean i mean i think that that was that's a, that was a good discussion because you know we both had different experiences with with mentorships um and that's kind of what i wanted to get out of here like like to to get out of this conversation mm-hmm. because we spoke about guidance right mentorships yes they can guide you but at the same time i think it's i think it's important for people who haven't done mentorship programs before i think it's important for them to understand if anything take take away anything from this conversation it's that it's a two-way street right mm-hmm. it, it, you learn from your mentor you learn from your mentee you teach your mentor you teach your mentee um There's takeaways on both aspects, and you you nailed it on the head when you said just keep an open mind of the relationship. Because mm. I've heard some stories other than yours, like in the same program that we had, there was one story this guy told where his mentorship he felt that he felt that there was a hidden agenda behind his men his mentor, mm. right? He felt that his mentor wanted to talk about one thing and one thing only, and he wasn't having it. he wasn't he wasn't happy about it right and that came out in our mm-hmm. in our post review meeting but um that that shouldn't happen and that's why i think if it's an it's a, if uh, if it's an organic relationship then that won't happen you know what i mean and i think you just touched upon some drama drama that we can definitely touch into next week's episode mm-hmm. with those hidden agendas oh yeah i know i've got some stories so to to all of y'all like thanks jamal for for sharing your story i'm glad you asked about mine too yes thank and you i'm looking forward to see what what dean has to say about this he might have a hidden agenda or uh help us dive into that but um how have all of your mentorship programs gone have you been a good mentor what are your tidbits and tricks as to flourish those relationships definitely share those thoughts with us but until next time i think next week's episode is going to be juicy as f um especially with some hidden agenda stories and how you overcome those exactly. if any so 
get those stories ready, Jamal. And thanks for tuning in to our podcast once again. And until until next time. All right, take it easy, guys. See ya. So that was that, another episode of the New School of Thinking podcast, The Vent. Thank you guys for listening, and we'd like to hear from you. So reach out to us at thenewschoolofthinking at gmail.com, and uh, we'd like to hear what stories you have. Stay tuned for another episode coming up next week about hidden agendas.